I really would like for people to encourage, I mean, really as an inspiration is kind of my goal is to inspire people to actually book a trip and do it. This is Debbie and welcome to another episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to become location independent. We'll learn how to create sustainable laptop lifestyles from the experts that will help us achieve freedom from our nine to five. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. In this episode, I'm really excited to speak with Charlie, who has been in the travel and cruise ship business for over 25 years. She has worked on board cruise ships sailing the world, transportation services in Alaska, and more. She changed careers in 2022 to pursue her travel blog and share her adventures and experiences with the world. So listen on to find out how Charlie has worked as a cruise ship member and pursued a life of adventures. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to be with my guest today. I'm here with Charlie. Hi, Charlie. How are you? Hello, Debbie. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to speak with you today. Before we get to some of the amazing places that you have traveled to, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you live an offbeat life? Sure, sure. I'd love to. I think that I've kind of led an offbeat life for years, honestly. I started my career in travel uh, with a a drive across the country from Texas to Miami uh, to land um, a cruise ship job. So I started in the cruise industry um, and it's been really, you know, since I jumped on board, my passion uh, to travel ever since. So I have worked in uh, several areas of the industry, so um, event planning and transportation, you know, services type, um, and then also been in the corporate world in um, in sales in the industry as well. So, and that's how you know, I'm here today with you. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that you definitely had your hands in in the travel space. Why did you decide to go into um, the cruises, right? Because that's one of the things, obviously, that's one part of travel that we all think about, but not usually the first thing. So what made you really become dedicated in that space? After college, I uh, a friend of mine and, and I just, we we started talking about it kind of just was a conversation and uh, she and I decided that we wanted to, to, you know, start kind of by, by searching for cruise industry jobs. And it's, they were really hard to come by. Um, You know, everything is really in the scheme of things. I mean, it's best that you, you know, obviously you have some connections uh, with an industry or, you know, interviewing, uh, you interview well, that kind of thing. And that whole saying, it's who you know. Uh, but that's not really how it started for me. So we we both applied to lots of jobs, sent out our resumes and got a few 
you know, nose basically back from it. So that's when we decided that we were just going to jump in the car and we're going to head to Florida and go where, you know, most of the industry, you know, a big part of the industry is in Florida. So that's how we started. And uh, like I said, went to Miami and kind of hit the, hit the, um, the ports and the port of Miami and found the right person to speak to. And that's, that's how it started. I don't know, you know, honestly, why cruise ship uh, in particular, I don't know if it was just the, you know, the awe of it, the, you know, cause it was, it was a great way to, obviously if, if anyone, you know, is starting out and is interested in that's a great lifestyle to start to, you know, save money. You, you know, you live on, on board the ship and you, you know, you work for three, four, six months and then you get a break and that's when you can travel on your own. So that's kind of, you know, how it started. Yeah, and that's really amazing that you took that leap with your friend, went all the way to Florida without any jobs lined up for you. And you just took that leap of faith. And I love that. I love when people do that type of thing because it usually is something that really changes your life. And you are able to do that. Now, how did this go about? Because you said that there wasn't a lot of work that you saw, you were applying, and then you just went there and you found the right person. So that takes a lot of tenacity. <laughs> and yeah, it does. <laughs> came back. I mean, at the time, it was, you know, of course, you know, your friends and family are like, what? What are you going to do? That's crazy. And I mean, luckily, I had somebody with me. So that was great. And she had a, she had a friend of a friend, you know, that lived in Lauderdale. And so we could stay there. And so it was just all the, I don't know, all the stars aligned. And we just, we, we had a name of someone that we knew, you know, was the connection with the job. And so that's, that's how it kind of fell into the place. That is incredible. So once you were in Florida and you were looking for a job, how was it like to make that transition from Texas to, to Florida? Was it an easy transition for you or was there some things that you really had to learn? Um, I know it's still in the same you know country and everything, but how was that transition like for you? Well, it, was, it, I, it wasn't easy because um, I didn't, you know, I just, I really didn't know anybody. And funny enough, the, my girlfriend that I was with, she, she ended up getting a job on, a, and then on another, uh, we both, we both got jobs with different cruise lines. So that was kind of scary, obviously. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was tough. I have to say in the, the, you know, I got a job, uh, as a purser, which is basically the front desk for those that don't know what a purser is, they still call them pursers, but it's basically a front desk staff and it was a great way to start and there was very few there was a handful of Americans but mostly it's very international and so that part was you know scary obviously I mean everybody the language is English um, on board but it was a little bit um, and especially I you know I grew up in, in, um, in Texas in, you know a, an environment where everybody knows you and it's um you know, very friendly. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a little bit of a, a transition. And then once I kind of, you know, after a week or so, two weeks, you kind of get used to being on board and having meeting friends. And I mean, I was thrown into a roommate, you know, with beds and, you know, you're kind of like, Oh, what is happening? <laughs> but, um, 
you really become like a family. So like I was on cruise ships for several years and, and went to, you know, around the world. I was blessed to be able to travel um, and cruise around the world working, um, but meeting people and still having lifelong friends. I mean, some of my closest friends I met um, in the cruise industry. So it becomes, you know, become a family and you have to, you have to basically kind of open yourself up to that. And, you know, this is where you are and you've made this decision. Um, or in my, in my, in my, in my world, I made that decision that, you know, I'm going to make this work. I, I, um, I took this job and I'm going to do everything I can to make it the best, you know, for me and obviously the cruise line. So. So for somebody who is thinking of doing this, because this is a really interesting way to travel the world and also create some income from it, right? How hard is it to get into the industry right now, especially for somebody who doesn't have any experience in it, but would really be interested in going on board and doing something like this? Well, I can only answer the way that uh, that that I that I know as far as being, you know, in the industry because I was I continue to be um in the industry and I know it's it's probably more difficult. I don't know more difficult, but again, they they have jobs on, you know, the post them on basically the the cruise lines, uh, you know, websites. There are for international people they have um, work, you know, programs that you can, that you can interview because the cruise lines will travel internationally. So you can go and and they have like interviews like for a day and like in hotels and locations. Um, so there are places that you can look at. I mean, and with now, honestly, with social media and everything, I think that it, it is easier. I'm still going to say it's, it's good to have, uh, someone, that you know that has done it, you know, that's been in the industry that can kind of help guide you to the best. The hardest part is deciding, I think, is what position you are best suited for. Because there's, obviously, it's a floating hotel. So there's a ton of different things you could do. Um, So as far as getting in the industry, I I can't say that I can answer that um, in the best you know, terms. Um, but I would say the same way. I mean, you basically, you can research and all the cruise lines have a career, you know, they have a career page that has all the different positions. So you mentioned that somebody could just go into the cruise lines website and they do have careers there that you can apply to. Are there any specific requirements that you, um, need for any of these positions? Well, of course, it depends on the position. So if you were, you know, with with, with regards to me, because I was um, I was wanting to do I mean, because they have like a youth count. I really wanted to be a youth counselor and, and work with kids because they have that um, on board. You have programs for youth. And that was really my that was really what I wanted to do. Um, but at the time, that wasn't, you know, in the cards. You can, you know, there's certain positions. Obviously, the marine area, you have to have schooling uh, for that. And then for, you know, some of the other areas, you do have to have uh, some experience in your, you know, in your history, and your background. But if someone's, you know, just fresh out of college and new, you know, to it, um, it really is more, uh, I think, just perseverance. You know, personality, I mean, because they have social staff, they have, you know, there's everything um, on board, like I said, of the floating hotel. So I, again, was 
I started at the front desk as a purser. So it really was a great spot to to start. I mean, I moved into other positions after, but it's a great place to get your feet wet. So one of the things that at least I know of, I mean, you can definitely correct me because I've been to maybe two cruises um, okay. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But you you live in the ship yourself when you work there. Do you yeah. actually, you know, some of the things that I always question is like, do you actually get to go out and see the places that you have layovers in? And do you save any money at all? Because if room and board are included, right? Um, and is the like... I would assume food is also included. So do you get to save a lot of money? And also, do you actually get to see the places? Because I'm thinking like you have to stay in the cruise ship or they allow you to to go out and have a little bit of fun um, within your own time, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's a good question. So the first one is, yeah, room and board is included. And, you know, there's a there's a lot of benefits that you have, you know, working on board. I mean, it's long hours, so not gonna not gonna candy coat that because you're you're working seven days a week. I mean, depending on your position, uh, but it is it's hard work. And um, as far as the the being off, I mean, it depends on the position that you hold. So, it, you know, if you, for example, you know, some of the, st- the staff, you know, that they do the, they do housekeeping, you know, they have to get all their work done as far as cleaning the cabins. And then they have some time off to run out and play. I mean, I was blessed because I moved into shore excursions uh, as well. So I was able to go on, you know, excursions uh, with, you know, with the passengers as a basically as an escort um, with the group. So they offer that in some, you know, in some positions that you can jump on a tour and be an escort for a tour. So that's kind of a great way to see the islands um, or the country if you if you're there. Um, as far as financial and, and saving money, I mean, I was really good about that. So because I would take my vacations and I would go and stay with my family. Um, in Texas. So I would just go home, but I had friends that would blow all their money uh, during their time off and they would travel, you know, across the country. And you can do that, of course, as well. Uh, I just chose to save money for, you know, for my future. And, um, but yeah, I mean, you get, you get paid, you know, for your time when you're on board, you basically, it's a contract. And then when you leave, you, leave and you take everything with you and you probably will go to another ship and a new ship and new place, new country, uh, the next, you know, the next contract. So, yeah, I mean, there seems to be a lot of, um, you know, opportunities there as long as you can try to find it. And you, you are very like tenacious, you know what you wanted and you, you went after it. So in terms of like pros and cons, you kind of gave us a little bit of the pros and some cons, like, are there any other pros and cons to this type of lifestyle that you noticed while you were doing it? Because I know you're still kind of in this, um, this area, this field right now. And have you seen any differences from when you started to, to now to currently? Well, now, I mean, from, I didn't, I, I, I did, I didn't have a place that was my own. If someone was going to do it now today, I don't, I don't recommend you having a home base. You really don't need one because when you're on vacation, you can, you know, you can friends, you can travel and you don't have that overhead expense of spending um, money, you know, on 
on a rent or a car, you know, a vehicle type thing. So insurance, that sort of thing. So when you're, when you're on the ship, you're on board. And so I would say that that would be, you know, my advice if anybody's, you know, interested in, in doing that. Now, to, up to today, obviously, I don't, I, I moved on and worked in the industry in different, um, different places and locations and uh, positions, but it's a fabulous industry. And I think that you can, you know, obviously you can save money if you worked, if you, if you did work on board, I'm now, you know, I'm in a, in Florida and I'm kind of a home-based, uh, home-based position. And so I do my own thing. Um, but at the time I wasn't, you know, the years that I was on board, I just would kind of travel and stay with family. And, and that was really a great way to, you know, kind of save, save money for your, for your future and your future, you know, plans. Yeah, I love that. I think that's one of the biggest perks of this is that you don't really need to have a home base. You don't need to have all of those bills because, you know, room and board are included, food is included, and you can save as much as you can with it. And in the meantime, you know, travel as well and kind of own your life in that sense. But now, Charlie, you are doing something still in the travel industry, but completely different. Now, I know you decided to start your own blog. Why did you uh, pivot and change where you wanted to take yourself into? I was in sales for years uh, in the the cruise industry. So I worked uh, with uh, travel partners, so travel agencies. And so that's what I was that's what I was doing uh, before, right when the, then of course, everybody, everybody's story kind of pivots to, to the pandemic. So (laughs) I, the pandemic, you know, showed up on our doorstep and the cruise industry got hit really hard, obviously devastating for, you know, because the ships just stopped sailing. And so therefore, uh, in sales, I wasn't, you know, you basically was, was not selling cruises, uh, more, I was more reactive and trying to help, you know, the agencies. And that's, that's what I was doing. And during that time, of course, I had friends and colleagues that were furloughed. And luckily, I was blessed to not be. Uh, and I was able to keep my job. But as as probably I've heard in some of your other, you know, podcast guests, it just, you know, you kind of, you have to find that, you know, it kind of opens you to a silver lining and mm-hmm. to what can I do, you know, in my future. And so I started basically, I started kind of researching. Um, I was on social media, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all of them, YouTube, watching, you know, watching videos and trying to learn, you know, what other people were doing in the travel, you know, sphere. And so I decided that I wanted to, it was, you know, it was in my plan. What I wanted to do, I have a lot of, uh, ex- I have experience and uh, obviously I have a go-getter when it comes to, <laughs> you know, going after what I want. And so I just decided it was in my best interest to kind of learn another trade in the industry in case, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Obviously, we were all kind of in the same boat, top intended. And we, we, uh, so I just started kind of doing some training. I went to some, uh, some blogging conferences and to see if this was for me. And that's kind of how it got started. And so I had a plan, you know, I stayed in my, in my, um, my job and, and, but for, you know, two years we were kind of all, you know, behind our four, 
you know, walls and I was at a desk and working every day. So in the evenings I would spend you know, researching it and finding out, watching what other you know bloggers were doing, influencers in the travel industry. And that's, that's kind of how it started. I love that. And again, it's another thing that you have to do. You have to learn, you have to change, you have to pivot because you don't really know what's going to happen, especially with everything that has happened in the last few years. So what are some of the things that you have learned that really has helped you change into this new, you know, industry, really learn how to blog and make it successful? Because I know you haven't really done it as long as you have done the other um, things that you you've um, accomplished before in, in the traveling area. So now what are some of the changes and pivots that you've done that really helped you with this? Well, again, I, you know, I, I think that if you're just, you know, if you're just starting and getting into it, obviously I think watching, you know, watching others that are successful in it is there's, there's quite a few you know, successful, especially in, in, well, in any industry um, as far as blogging, but I, you know, funny enough, I, didn't I like I really enjoy taking photos and I'm not a I'm an amateur um at best in that but I enjoyed doing that and I enjoyed taking you know taking photos in my in my own travels um the other thing that I did I used you know I used some of especially during the pandemic when you know travel was kind of at a halt I traveled in the US some but I also used you know my past photos and experiences and use them, you know, kind of in your, in my current, uh, blogging. And so some of my experiences that I've had before kind of recollected them and went back into the vault, you know, kind of, so to speak, and, and was able to write and then of course travel to new places. Uh, but that was kind of how I started. And the writing part, interestingly enough, I, you know, I wrote, uh, in my, my, my job somewhat, uh, with writing and presenting, uh, with what I was doing, but I really am enjoying writing. I think that that was a surprise to me and maybe to others, you know, you don't think it's scary. You know, it really is the, I mean, fear obviously is the biggest, you know, factor here, but once I started writing about it and, you know, the passion of it that you really enjoy and, you know, I love sharing it with other people. Um, and that was really the reason that I got into it was because I thought, you know, I think people, uh, they, they're afraid, you know, to travel. They're afraid to take that step, especially, I think, especially traveling internationally. I think it's a fear for people. And, you know, I really would like to show people that it's, you don't have to be afraid to do it. It's great. And once you do it, you know, you can do it again and again. Yeah, I think that's really what a lot of us puts us in a situation where we don't do a lot of things is fear, fear of the unknown, fear that we don't have this or X, Y, and Z, right? Or maybe it's just not the right time. Um, and then you end up regretting it like a year or two later, even like a few months later, I should have done this. And sometimes you have to kind of just take a leap. Um, you do. Obviously, yeah, you and to, obviously- yeah. It's, yeah. it's hard, but 
And not everybody, it's not for everybody. Like, you know, I, it is true. Some people like the the part that I think is is kind of great. You can, this, these days with the social media, you can watch other people. I mean, some people don't love travel. I mean, some people do it for their jobs and they want to be home on the weekend with their family. And, you know, I get that. But it's also people that are not traveling. I think they love to see it through other people as well. If Even if, if maybe they're not interested. Uh, but I... You know, again, I really would like for people to encourage. I mean, really as an inspiration is kind of my goal is to inspire people to actually book, you know, book a book a trip and do it. So Yeah, absolutely. And I think for for me, one of the things that I always think about when when I um when I, you know, obviously I like to encourage people to travel because one of the things that I always say is that you don't really know what the world is like until you see it for yourself. It's great to see it from a video or reading it from a book, but it's a different thing to really experience it yourself, even if you've just done it one time, right? It's going to change some of your perspectives, hopefully, and it'll also take you out of that bubble that you have. And I think that's one of the best ways to take out a lot of misconceptions conceptions about certain cultures, about certain people, is if you actually surround yourself in that um, culture or different types of people. And I think it allows you to be more accepting, um, allows you to understand it, because I think a lot of our biases, you know, and some of our discrimination with certain things is because we just don't know anything. We don't know anything about certain types of people. And um, and I think travel really helps with that, right? Because at the end of the day, everyone is just human. So, <laughs> I mean, we have differences, but still, like, we're all really the same. So... I think that's one of the best things about travel. Yeah, I think that. And then, you know, going back to kind of my roots of working on, you know, on board a cruise ship, you really get, you really get dumped in to, you know, to um, all walks of life, you know, different nationalities. I mean, there's hundreds of literally hundreds of nationalities um, on board a, a ship. And so you learn, you know, you hear different languages. I mean, again, obviously the, the English is the the language on board, but you hear them talk to each other, you know, and then learn about their, you know, the different foods and, you know, people's, yeah, just all of it, families, religion, you know, all of it, you, you get a taste of it. And then for me, I wanted more. So, you know, I kept going. <laughs> so since you are now a blogger, do you do this full time, uh, Charlie, or are you still working in different types of like the traveling industry? No, you know what? I'm not. I left uh, I left my my sales uh, position about uh, just over a year ago. And again, I you know planned kind of had planned during during the pandemic when we were we were kind of in lockdown. I started planning my my uh, retirement from that, I guess you would say, and to to move to this, you know, this blogging and writing world. So I started making you know connections then, and and kind of setting my you know my plan for for leaving. So yeah, it's just been a year, so it's new, you know it's new for me. But what what happened, which uh, which was kind of a surprise. So for people that you know, I think it's great to you don't you have a plan and sometimes your plan doesn't, you know, work how you think it should work. Uh, you know, it goes awry. And so I jumped, you know, jump ship, uh, literally and, and jumped out of the industry and decided to do this blogging and the writing. And, 
um, then people were coming to me, you know, friends, family, and strangers uh, from my, you know, social media and my website and wanting to book travel. So uh, because I had that experience and I had worked with travel agents, I was not, you know, I was surprised because I wasn't, I was, had no plans of, you know, going into that, that part of the the industry, like being an, a travel agent or owning an agency, uh, which could be something that I, that I could have done, uh, but that wasn't really, you know, it wasn't my goal. And so I started having people come to me and I couldn't book them. So that's kind of how that led to now I, I work with, um, a great agency and, um, I help people, you know, kind of coach people and book, help them to, uh, book their travel. So that kind of led a different route than I was, like <laughs> I said, than I was expecting, which I, as, as you know, it does happen. Um, plans change. And so I still, obviously my, 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 uh, passion and my goal is the blogging, writing and traveling. Uh, but I also do help people to plan book their travel, book travel. Yeah. Too. And sometimes you just have to listen to what your audience wants. Right. And that's really how you start pivoting your business because, you kind of have to give them um, what they want as well. And obviously you have to also do something that you enjoy. So if you could combine the two, that will be the best of both worlds. I love that. So Charlie, looking forward to maybe 20 or 30 years from now, and you're looking back at your life, what legacy would you like to leave? And what do you want to be remembered for? Oh, that's such a hard, yeah, it's a tough question. Uh, I think that you know, because of the passion for travel. And I've, I've, you know, I look right now, I am working, I'm working toward group, some group, group travel. So um, I have, you know, a trip this year, and then I have a couple for next year and planning more. And so I think that I would like to be remembered for you know, of course, inspiration first, inspiring people to, you know, get out of their comfort zone and to travel more than anything, you know, just to go to their dream destination, really. I mean, I hear that all the time. Oh, that's on my bucket list or, oh, I'd love to go there. And I feel like that a lot of people don't think that it's possible for them, whether it's, you know, because they uh, financially can't do it or physically, or just because they're, you know, again, the fear, uh, of going because something, you know, may go wrong or they might get stuck. And, you know, that core, that, that sort of, you know, kind of thought process. So I feel like that with group, with some of the group travel that I'm, that I'm planning, that hopefully that will get people to, you know, that, that they'll come with me, they'll jump on and, and go and they'll feel comfortable because of my, you know, my experience. And, you know, when you go with people that you feel comfortable with, I think that that helps the, you know, helps the process and you feel, you know, you, you're not concerned about, am I in the right location? And, you know, how do I get to that hotel? And, you know, that sort of thing. So, I think that's how I'd like to be that I inspired people to, you know, kind of go on their bucket list trip. I love that. That's such a great way to be remembered and also live your life just doing something that you really enjoy yourself as well. Um, So if our listeners want to learn more about you, Charlie, where can they find you? 
Well, on, I'm on all the social media platforms. And then I'm at my website is the best place to find me. So it's travelcharlie.com uh, and it's spelled Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-E-E. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Charlie. We really appreciate you sharing your journey with us. Thank you so much, Debbie, for having me. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Charlie. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the extended interview where she shares how to work remotely in Alaska. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Hey, listeners, thank you for listening to this episode, and I'm so thankful for your support. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and get suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, and so much more. Feel free to reach out at hello at theoffbeatlife.com and let me know what you'd like to hear. If you like the show, don't forget to give us some love and review on iTunes. Thank you again for being a part of this journey, and I can't wait to hear how your location-independent story will unfold.